I'm so glad you've joined us. My name is Sharon Feckety, the host of the Broken Road to Mental Health podcast. So we are all on this broken road together, everybody. We are under construction and we're going to go through this together. One of the reasons I decided to create this podcast was because the only way to normalize this conversation about mental health is continue to have it. So you will be hearing from some very special people on this podcast, people that have lost loved ones to suicide or overdose, uh, mental health professionals, people that are trudging the road through recovery right now as we speak, people that are on the other side and offering tips to all of us that are still under construction. Thank you for joining us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Broken Road to Mental Health. I'm very happy to be here today because we have a very special guest. Her name is Blair Sharp. And before I bring her on to say hello, I want you guys to know that she is a wife and a mom from Minnesota. And I have one friend that lives, well, now I have two. I have one friend that lives in Minnesota. His name is Carl. So if you're watching, hello. Um, Blair, quit drinking in 2018 and we're going to have a conversation about it so welcome to the show Blair thank you thanks for having (laughs) me I'm happy to be here well I'm happy that you are here so I think um if anybody has watched some of the previous episodes or listened you have met some um other fantastic women who are really giving back on social media to this sober community. And you refer to yourself as a sobriety activist. Am I correct? Which yeah, that's my, that's my Instagram handle. Yeah. Sobriety activist. I love that. I really do. I wish I thought of it. So, <laughs> so Jenna, there's a good story behind that as well. There's a good story behind the name. I can, well, let's it do later it later. No, okay. no, let listen, let's rock right into it. Let's hear sure. the story. Well, the story behind the name is that, um, So I just actually started this Instagram account in December of last year Mm -hmm. and it's already grown to like over 5,000 followers. I don't know how, I don't know how, but uh, there's a lot of people out there who need this encouragement, Mm -hmm. you know, so they're just, they just keep coming. So, um, but anyways, so that, I don't know if, if you're familiar with the Tropicana um, campaign last December, November ish. Mm, No, tell Um, us. They, uh, the Tropicana orange juice, right? Yep. They had this campaign that was called take a Min moment hmm. is what it was called. And so they had given these celebrities, these little mini fridges that like incognito mini fridges, they said that that, w- that could like kind of hide in their bathroom or in their closet. And so they could take a Min moment away from oh. their kids. Oh, it was geared towards like parents. Um, so then these celebrities, a few different celebrities, like Molly Sims is one, she was, you know, hiding in her closet, drinking a mimosa, taking a moment mm. with champagne and orange juice, Tropicana orange juice. And she's, you know, got the orange juice in the glass, the champagne and saying like, this makes me the best mom. Oh my God. And it's just like, oh, it just made me sick to my stomach. So yeah, all of, you know, sober Instagram went crazy with this as we do when something targets parents, you mm-hmm. know? Um, alcohol related. And um, at that point, at that point, I didn't have this Instagram, I just had my personal regular Instagram account, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I would, I would share things on there about not drinking, but not really that much. Cause I just feel like the, the average person doesn't really want to hear about that all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, Tropicana eventually took down that campaign, I think like a day and a half or two days later after wow. all the backlash. Mm. So the New York post had got a hold of it, the, um, and wrote a, a post, uh, a piece about it. And they said, sobriety activists were gobsmacked to find that, you know, and this whole thing. And I read it and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a sobriety activist. I love it. That's what I am. So <laughs> I quick randomly got on Instagram and just like got the handle and I didn't know what I was going to do with it. Started to post random things and now it's just grown into like more of this supporting others and doing, you know, finding things like this to do and podcasts mm-hmm. and doing Instagram lives with people. I've met so many people. I've made all these new friends. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. That's the story behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that story. I think, well, good for you guys for, I never heard of that campaign. I'm glad I didn't because um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, and, and really like, so grateful that there are so many people supporting this mission of, you know, sobriety and, you know, uh, my goodness to, to think today in 2021 that we're promoting drinking (laughs) with our kids hiding from your kids in a closet. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. So you, um, quit drinking and you realized how much more there is to life and Mm -hmm. you kind of figured out who you were without alcohol. And then you became this content freelance writer. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about that? How did that happen? Um, the writing and the content creating, you mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been writing for a, so I quit drinking in 2018, February, and I've been writing for this parenting resource, um, in my city, um, mm-hmm. since 2019. Um, interestingly enough, I did apply to write for them while I was still drinking nice. and I didn't get it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, after I, I quit drinking, that was kind of my, um, angle was that mm-hmm. like, Hey, I don't see any, uh, n- not drinking, you know, we're all like blogs and stuff on the, on the page. There's just a mm-hmm. bunch of like the best wineries or things like that, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I could bring that kind of viewpoint to the group. So I got accepted, have been writing for them regularly, uh, at least one a month, um, nice. since then. And that's been kind of fun. We've been making like guides and stuff for our city and things like that, having events and whatnot. So, um, then, um, in actually just this year, when I was hitting my three-year mark in February, mm-hmm. I submitted a post to Scary Mommy, which is mm-hmm. an online publication, right, for parents. Um, and it was written about the Scary Mommy post that I read the day that I decided to quit drinking. Mm. So how it like helped me change my life, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they accepted it and they published it in Scary Mommy. So it was like this full circle moment. And so let me myself, just interrupt yeah, for a second, yeah. because when I heard, so I um, listened to um, Blair on a podcast called the sobriety diaries. And I I'm always so grateful when I can listen to somebody, even before we have a conversation yeah. so I can, you know, really understand um, a little bit of your background. So, and also we can have like a, maybe a little different conversation. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I love that. I love that. And then, um, when I heard about scary mommy, I'd, I'd never heard of it because okay. I'm, I yeah. mean, I'm a scary stepmommy, I guess <laughs> that comes with being yeah. a stepmom. Um, and Katie Beckel is the name of Bickle. the Bickle, Bickle. Yeah. 
Okay. So she writes this incredible blog and it's got a lot of attention and then you re are reading hers. And then so fast, didn't, aren't you like writing for her now or didn't get No. So I, uh, I wrote it in February, um, about, you know, about the blog that I had read and three years ago, whatever they, they liked it. They, they took it on. And then I, um, I realized, you know, maybe I can write a little bit more than just for this parenting thing in my city. Maybe I could turn it, turn other blog posts and maybe I could make my own blog, you know? So since February, I've, I don't even know how many have written for these other places, guest, uh, guest blogs. I just had one published two days ago for Nope Beverages. I don't know if you know oh, that awesome. drink. It's a drink, like a mocktail drink, ready to drink mm-hmm. um, beverage. Um, and yeah, just these, all these places, um, and I made my own website. I would have never done these things, right? right? If I was drinking, never even would have thought of it. I just right, right. never put myself out there. I mean, I'm just like sending cold emails to places saying like, here's a pitch for a blog, you know? Right. And I never, just never would have done that before. And this is all just in the last year. So it's been, it's been a lot, but, um, way more motivated now than, yeah. than ever before. So well, yeah. it's incredible. You know, I think that, um, back in my day, yeah. <laughs> you know, there was well, there was no internet. Yeah, <laughs> so well, yeah. I'm really dating myself <laughs> now. Right. But so there was nothing like that. I was 21 when I got sober and, um, it's been 27 years Yeah. now. Um, it, it is kind of, um, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> but there was really nothing like you go to 12 step programs. That's what you do. Right. And I'm, yep. I'm no, in a million years, I would never say a bad thing about the place that saved my life. Yeah. But to have all of these other options, <laughs> you know, would really be fantastic because I remember actually being in a 12 step recovery meeting one night and this woman said, it really offended me. But now that I look back on it, I'm not so offended. <laughs> she said, it's, it's unfortunate that, um, this program hasn't kind of um, turned into something that's more attractive to young people. Yeah. Right. So I was like, well, I was 21. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and it worked just fine for me, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's um, true. yeah, but truly like, I think that there, I think it's great. I know that there's a lot of people out there that, you know, can be very right, like, right. you must do it this way. There's only one way. I think that there's, it's so wonderful that you are all in this community and that you are reaching so many more people. I mean, just 5,000 alone that are looking at your Instagram. It's incredible, incredible. And how many people you're helping and you don't even know. I mean, that's beyond anything I'm sure you could have imagined. Right. Yeah. I, I always joke, like, I'm like, I don't know why people, um, really like me so much. Like, you know, like, um, if you see the behind the the computer here, the mess that is my basement, you know what I mean? Like I'm just a normal person. And I guess that's why people like it so much because I'm just normal and there's no fluff. I'm just relatable. Like I tell it like it is, you know? Um, And as soon as I start to feel like, oh, why am I doing this? You know, like getting sick of posting every day and da, 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 da. I'll get like, it's like the universe, like gives me this little nugget, you know, like I get a DM from somebody saying, Hey, I need to stop drinking. Like, do you have any tips? Like what's the, what book should I read? Or I got a, you know, voice message from a mom the other day who like broke down while she was sending me Mm -hmm. a message. Like, 
I know I just, I need to stop and da, da, da. And so I think it's, I think it's really important that there's people out there like me who, you know, I didn't, um, I didn't go to like a rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't like ruin my entire life and mm-hmm. then decide I need to quit drinking. It just, it stopped, it stopped working for me. I was sick of the cycle that I was mm-hmm. in. And I think there's a lot of, especially moms out there, right. Who are in this like mommy wine culture. We're stuck in that. We're seeing it on the t-shirts at Target and I love Target, but you know, the wine glasses, especially if they want to be a sponsor of yours, Blair. Yeah. I mean, Target's great. We love Target. Target's in Minnesota too. Um, So like, yeah, these wine glasses that say like, it's not drinking alone. If your kids are home, like (laughs) we see that, right. Have you ever seen that? I haven't. I'm just, ah, it's it's shocking. Well, it's all I hear, you know, I mean, I'm when I own businesses, so everything is about, let's go out for wine. You know, I don't have the kids tonight. Let's, you know, I'm going to have some wine or showing pictures on social media of the really big wine glasses. Oh yeah. You know, and here I am like, um, can I get a water with lemon? (laughs) (laughs) But Hey, you're going to feel great in the morning. And those people might feel great for a little bit. Yeah. But they're not going to feel great at 3 a.m. when they wake up, you know, with a splitting yeah. headache. So it's true. Better, really, it's true. <laughs> you know, so. So let's talk about. So I love it. I love, love what you're, you're doing. I love yeah, what um, Jenna's doing. I love what Jill's yeah. doing. I love it. So I feel, I feel like a newbie, like kind of, you know, <laughs> like, in this, yeah, I do. I feel like this new girl that's like, oh my God, that's so cool. They're doing reels and yeah. it's funny and it's engaging. Mm-hmm. And if, like think about all of the parents that can direct their children your way or just share right. one yeah. of your reels or you yeah. know it's so non-intrusive because I've had many many people say to me through the years <laughs> like you know you got to talk to my kid I'm like honey yeah your kid does not want to talk to me <laughs> trust <laughs> me when I tell you so it's such a great yeah. way of introducing right. people into the sober world so t- why don't you um, tell the audience a little bit about what a psychometrist is? Did I say that psychometrist, right? Psychometrist. Psychometrist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to tell people because no one ever knows what it yeah, is. No, this is fantastic. So, I don't know. Yeah. So let's yeah. hear it. So a psychometrist, that's what I do for work. I've worked, um, uh, been doing it for seven years. Um, what I do is I see patients of all ages. Um, I I do some kid testing, but it's mostly adults is kind of the focus that I work with. Um, and so we have patients that come in and I um, basically sit across the table from mm-hmm. them for two to four hours. And what? I give, yeah, I know. Today, my wow. guy I was with from eight to 12, 15 with a break, with a break, like a 15 minute break. But yeah, so Um, I give them thinking tests. So I administer thinking and memory and attention, problem solving language, all sorts of different thinking tests. So it tests their thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm asking them questions. I'm saying things, having them repeat it back to me, different uh, problem solving, you know, puzzle kind of thing, brain Mm -hmm. games, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I score everything, put it in the computer. And then the neuropsychologists that I work with, they do the interpretation of the results. So I don't interpret any results. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. test and then put the, um, the data in. So like the hardest part is probably just working with difficult people, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes you get people in there and they're like, um, crying the entire time because they oh. can't remember anything. And so it's hard. And it's really like, you know, when you have a job, probably like a therapist or something like that, 
even a nurse and doctor, you get really desensitized to it, yeah. right? Like the blood mm-hmm. and everything. This is kind of the same way, you know, it's like, oh, look at how bad this person did, but it's like, that's, that's their life, you know? And so it's yeah. hard to remember, but um, yeah, we get like some angry people sometimes and some people you kind of have to really push through the tests and, um, but yeah, it's, I like it. I like that I can go to work and not bring my work home. Yeah. You know, that's nice sure. too. It's pretty, my um, work area is pretty flexible too. So I usually get, you know, days off that I want and need those days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what is, what is the type of practice? Because I'm in the medical psychology, neuropsychology. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I love it. Wow. A lot of Who the knew? doctors I work with are also like therapists, but they do. So some of them do like research and some of them do like other therapies and stuff, but most mm-hmm. of them are, are mainly the neuropsychology. So yeah, and that's incredible. I love it. So yeah. let's talk about you being an introvert. Oh my gosh. I love being an introvert. Me too. Yeah. I, am, I, f- I feel like I'm the queen of introverts. You cannot beat me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure, well, I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> for me, most people that think that I am not an introvert. I've been told, yeah. right, my whole life, you are not, you are the opposite of an introvert. Look at what you do for a living. Look at, yep. you know, you interview people. I'm like, after we do this interview tonight, my husband wants to go to dinner and I would, yeah, I'd rather die. I, yeah, you know, right. I'm like, Oh, please sweatpants, <laughs> hair up, no makeup. Let's yeah, do it. Exactly. So, um, my interesting fact of how I realized I was, um, an introvert and I want to see when you knew yeah. you were, I read Amy Schumer's book, um, the, something about the, the ink tattoo. I don't know. So she explained exactly. Yeah who she was as an introvert. And it was like, she was talking about me. I said, yeah, always at the window. You have to always at the window on an airplane. Um, Always have my headset in, even if I'm not talking to anybody. (gasps) Yes. So that no one talks to you. Sorry guys. That's why I hated getting earbuds because you couldn't see the cord because then people start talking to me. Yes. You have to put your hair behind your ears. You see, Oh, oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you like how did this come to because I do think it's fascinating. I think a lot of people like yourself that have, you know, this amazing platform and you're putting yeah. yourself out there. People yeah. think that you're like gung-ho Woo-hoo. and that's yeah, you're a party yeah, right. animal. So no. how, how did you um come to find that you were an introvert? Yeah. So when I so growing up, I um so I have some like really much older half sibling. Mm-hmm. I've never lived with a sibling. I was basically an only child mm-hmm. right, my whole life. Um, so I think that kind of plays into my mind a little bit. I was always, you know, by myself. I mean, I had friends and stuff too over, but um, then like during my drinking years, you know, from like 17 to 32 party, like front and center, obnoxious, the loudest person, the drunkest person, just out there I was the one who was going and talking to strangers at the bar and like hey do you want to come do this and blah, blah. you know I was like obnoxious mm-hmm. and so I always thought I was an extrovert mm. so I thought that's what an extrovert was sure. like this like obnoxious and it, and you know it was always like hey what are we doing this weekend yeah come over to my house I'm like in college it was like always the parties at my house yeah so um, after I quit drinking, I realized, you know, like you said, we have to figure out who we are without it. I think right. that was like one of the biggest things, like, who mm-hmm. am I without it? You know, from 16 to 17 to 32, like that's a big gap to not be able to figure out who you are 
without alcohol because it was such a big part of like my life right and who I was and so um I just realized like what I actually like to do Mm. you know and it wasn't going out and uh, you know granted I was a mom when I quit Mm -hmm. so I my son was 18 months old so I had an obligation so I didn't go out as much anyways but even now like like if if somebody wants to do something if it's at night I'm like very hesitant I mean (laughs) I'll stay till like eight like we leave weddings early my husband he doesn't drink either Mm -hmm. um and so we both are just like homebodies like we don't want to go out to eat like we'll get food and bring it home I mean Mm -hmm. we have a five-year-old so that also Mm -hmm. is a reason but like I don't I don't want to I'd rather just sit on my couch and eat in my sweatpants (laughs) right and like watch reality television yeah so I have that too reality tv I'm a fan um I watch big brother I don't (gasps) I've got to watch two episodes after this <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I don't know what it is. I, I can't listen. I've, I don't think I've ever admitted this on yeah. any show ever. <laughs> and, and it's been probably a year since I watched this show. Yeah. But I was a serious housewife chick. Oh, yeah. Housewives. Yeah. Totally. New Jersey, New York. Nope. I haven't watched I New Jersey in a long time. Right now, I mean, I just watch like uh, Potomac and Beverly Hills. Yeah, I've never gone to Potomac. Um, probably because okay. I, I don't even know where it is, but yes, yeah, since yeah. day one and, um, I could just watch it. Now I think that because I married somebody who loves going out, mm. I know it's, it's like, a, it's like hard, a, I, it is so hard, but he knows me. So, you know, we're very yeah. independent. We got married. Um, you know, he was almost 40, he was 40 and I was 36 or something like that. Yeah. And, um, so we were very independent already. So he can go with his friends and I yeah. stay home and watch. He knows I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. And that's, that's like perfect. Like you're like, yes, please leave. I have all these shows to catch up on. Yeah. It's literally heaven. So yeah. I'm going to recommend a show to you. Sure. Uh, the audience, you know, feel free to take note. It's not a reality, but it, it's okay. just very close. It's got like a lot of alcoholism, you know, addiction. It's perfect. It's um, Nicole Kidman's... Um, nine strangers on Hulu. I've heard about that. Don't even I don't know wait. anything about it. I don't know anything don't about it, but I have seen people like share about it. So okay, we'll I love it. Watch that one. I do like her. Yes. Well, you're an introvert and you like reality TV and you're getting a recommendation from somebody that's the same. I, mean, I pretty on. much am going to like it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you telling me about big brother. I never, I would never listen to anybody else. Yeah. I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to check it out. We interrupt this awesome podcast to tell you about our sponsor, Thai Technology. They are a voice over IP phone company with superior voice services to businesses across the United States. So get this, Thai Technology only takes on referral customers. What does that mean? Their entire client roster is filled with satisfied customers. So why do I love them so much? Because they're the very best when it comes to excellence in customer services. So they're local here in Tampa Bay, but that doesn't mean that they can't service your amazing organization. If you mention this podcast to Thai Technology, you will get the first three months for free. So don't forget to mention the broken road to mental health in life and in business. Thanks for listening. All right. So this has nothing to do with drinking, but... (laughs) 
This is who we are, people. This is like self-care, right? A reality TV, you know. It really is. And yeah. I have a dog. Do you have a dog? I have a dog, yeah. Okay, of course. All right, so let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about helping people. Blair? Yeah, yeah. This is actually very fun. Thank you so yeah. much for uh, allowing this. I agree. The world is in a <laughs> shit storm right now. Oh, yeah. And we all need a little levity and a little laughter. So let me ask you um, a question that I want to wrap up and sound really good, but I'm just going to come out and ask it. Okay. Okay. So as somebody who is a sober woman in a program of recovery and has been for 27 years, I, I will admit I'm a little jelly of you and Jenna and Jill, because like I have, I don't know what it is that you have done since you stopped drinking. Let me put that out there. Yeah. But I've had to do like a shit ton of work. Like yeah. all of these steps and, you know, making amends and, and I'm not saying it's been great. It changed my life, but I do wonder what, what do you wonderful women do when you stop drinking? Because I know for me, I can only share for me mm-hmm. that it, mm-hmm. it's never just about the drink, right? You had to figure out who you were, mm-hmm. how, what made you happy. So can you help me through understanding that? Because I promise you, Blair. I was thinking before I hit record, I'm like, how am I going to ask this? And then I'm just like, yeah. well, that was perfect. That I want to know. Thank that you. Was perfect. Yeah. Um, so, you know, after I quit drinking, I always, I, well, even always, I guess I've, I'm one of those people who was like, hey, like, why did I do that? Like, why am I the way that I am? You mm-hmm. know? And I tried to think back to like, when I first started drinking and like, what was it for? And um, was I trying to cover up any emotions and whatever and numb out. And I, I really don't think that that is what I used it for. It was socialization for me. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe there was that part of like not being, um, I mean, I was kind of like in like the middle cool crowd, right. I wasn't mm-hmm. like the most popular crowd in high mm-hmm. school, but, um, I was friends with, you know, some of those people and I was kind of friends with a lot of different people. So I don't know if it was like to feel cool. Right. And then in, in college, I mean, I was the life of the party. So I was like one of the, one of the people that you're calling if you're looking for. I saw the picture of you. You looked like the life of the party. On yeah. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like check the, out the Instagram. With the page. rolling rock wallpaper. Really good. Right? Yeah. 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 Loved it. <laughs> um, yeah. Good times at age 21, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was not, it wasn't like a numbing of feelings for me. So mm-hmm. when I quit, it wasn't really like figuring out that part. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that like, since I've quit, I have felt um, a lot more like anxious feelings mm-hmm. than I ever did before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm a mom too. So that might play into things and mm-hmm. all that fits mm-hmm. together. Right. Um, so I do go, I mean, I go to therapy now. I just started like this year. Good for you. um, Me too. I want to say like, let's go to therapy before our lives are falling apart. Like, I don't think people understand, like you think of therapy and you're like, well, why, why are you going to therapy? Right. So I could just like blab for an hour and she could just listen. Yeah. Like I want to come. I want to commit myself back into rehab because I (laughs) have been to a few for 30 days and talk about my damn self. Yeah. And do yoga and like, right, you know, right. sing Kumbaya and have somebody feed me. It all sounds fantastic <laughs> now. It yeah. sounded like hell back well, then. Yeah, I'm sure. So but like, yeah. Um, yeah. So that. I'm not even like going to therapy and like 
we don't leave with me like working on something. I just go and kind of talk about whatever. And then like mm -hmm. on a day where maybe I do have to work on something, I already have built this, you know, relationship with her. But um, so I do that. I um you do content, Blair. Yeah. I just I write figured about it out. It. I write. Yes. I just I say like a statement. I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense. Here, put it yeah. on an Instagram post. And people are like, yes, I was thinking that too, you know. And so um, yeah, and really, it's more and of just figuring out who I was without it and what am I going to do without it in social situations, you know, and it's great that my husband doesn't drink. So that was like, not even a problem. Right. Um, but the introvert part has definitely come out since then, because I, I know, like, I don't want to go to group events too much. I don't want to go to big, like, I'm never, I'm never going to go to a concert again. Like that sounds, <laughs> I want to do that. I just don't want to do that. Like that was for the drinking, you know? Right. right. Um, well, that's I'll so still hang out with my friends, but that's what I was thinking. Um, as, almost as soon as I asked it and you started talking, I thought how therapeutic it really is. You doing this content, writing, yeah. sharing these videos, um, putting yourself out and being vulnerable and then mm -hmm. having people speak to you about, you know, how helpful Me it too. was. Yeah, right. Exactly. I did like a eh, like maybe a month or two ago, I had a really rough morning with my son and we had kind of had some rough days before and I've been yelling, you know, I was yelling and didn't want to yell. And so I just made this like big, long, uh, post about it. And like so many parents commented and just were like in solidarity with me, you know? Um, and I ended up writing a whole blog about it for, um, I write for the sober curator website too. Um, and so I wrote this whole blog and I, um, yeah, I mean, so like just getting that stuff's easy to write about because it's just in my head and I'm thinking about it as I'm writing. So it's just boom, there it is in a day, you know. Um, sure. And yeah, I suppose that is online. the therapy. Yeah, you're doing online what we might do in a meeting. Right. Doing right. the same thing. You're just it's, the community. Yes. The community. It's yep. so, so important. And to have it online now where you could reach somebody in another country is yeah. very gratifying, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So let's, let's talk to the moms for a minute. Sure. <laughs> because, um, I'm quite sure there's a lot of moms out there that have thought about how scary it is to drink and drive with their kids in the car mm -hmm. and how scary it is to have spilled that last glass of wine that mm -hmm. that's happened to you. It wasn't some dramatic, like me, like I blacked out, moved to a different state. You know, we all have something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mine might've been a little more extreme, <laughs> but you know, that was, that was it, you know? Yeah. You, you got mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that there, there probably are so many moms out there that just are curious. And I love that all of you ladies talk about sober curious. Yeah. So just wondering what it would be like. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Like how it started feeling for you as a mom Mm -hmm. um, with this child and, and knowing that you were, well, I don't know what, what were you drinking wine? You know, I've never had a glass of wine in my life. Really? No. Yeah. Whatever wine, whiskey, uh, you know, beer, mm -hmm. uh, what are they called? Whiskey, uh, whiskey wine, sour. Wine. No. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, like a ginger, ginger, something. I don't know. Ginger, ginger ale, was it ginger ale and like whiskey and like lime. I don't remember. You're talking. I was liking those. Hasn't drank in twenty. I know. I know. 
I've never, yeah, I don't, I've never I, a whiskey ginger, a whiskey ginger, I think it was called. Okay. That that's cool. Easy. I don't know. Anyway. So those kind of, you know, mixed drinks, whatever. Um, I never really took shots though. That was like the one thing I never did was take shots, but okay. I did not, I didn't need them. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I think for me, it came to a point of like, I was just sick of being in this cycle every weekend, right? It was like Friday came and uh, I, you know, drink too much hangover, physical hangover for a day or two, uh, mental hangover for a day or two or whatever, like, you know, down, why did I do that? Like, why can't I just drink normally? Mm -hmm. And then it's Friday again, you know? And it was like this every, every week. And it was just like that sober curious part um, of people is like, wondering what it would be like without it now I never even thought about it mm. until I did mm. interesting I because I just was like hey this is just how it is this is how I drink this is how it's going to be and hopefully nothing really bad happens mm-hmm. you know like my husband can stay or he can go I mean I don't know like he wasn't threatening to like leave or anything he would start to put these little like rules on me like you know stay at so-and-so's house don't come back in the middle of the night those things right um but I never thought about I there's I wasn't like a sober curious person like like there are so many now um I never tried to like moderate or anything so um but yeah it's just like once you get like once you've just realized like you can't keep doing this like it's the same thing every time right you know and for me there was no off switch right um, and it was too much work to try to like limit myself. So I never did. Um, which is why when I decided to quit, I just knew that it had to be like zero. Mm-hmm. So when I quit, it was like, Hey, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing, you know, and I was thinking, um, while you were sharing before about having, you know, anxiety a little more now Mm -hmm. than you had when you were drinking. I mean, you know, it's almost like, obviously you would, (laughs) Yeah, but you don't have that thing. That's like, you don't you down a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I probably shouldn't say this, but I will, but you know, my (laughs) husband opened a beer before he went to the parent teacher conference. I mean, that could be, that's what people do, right? That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do without that. You have to, I mean, what do you do without it? Without that, you get anxious. (laughs) And for me, and it is so interesting because I, for so long, I I became very depressed in my first year. And I like to mention this, especially during suicide prevention month, I was suicidal my first year of recovery. I was so depressed. I was so like, I couldn't, I, there was no light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, they told me you have a chemical imbalance and, you know, whatever the hell they told me, (laughs) well, put me on medication. That's fine. And I haven't had any medication or anything since I was six months sober. Right now that's me. That doesn't happen to everybody, but that's what happened to me. And, um, today (laughs) I look back and I'm like, well, freaking, obviously you were depressed. You lacked out and moved to another state, you know, trauma and, and, and there's nothing except all of these thoughts, Blair. Yeah, right. That's what happens when we don't drink anymore. Right. We think now. Yep. Right now. And an interesting time for you to not drink being in a pandemic and mm-hmm. all the craziness in the world. And 
you know, you're reaching out to just being more of who you are. And that's right. such yeah. a, a wonderful thing to do, especially for a community of women and moms that need support right now. What yeah, have you exactly. found are that, what do you find that people are reaching out to you most about when they are DMing you? Yeah. Um, I mean, just in general, people are saying, Hey, I've been following you. I'm kind of, I, I feel like they are more of the sober curious people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there'd be no reason for someone to reach out to me. Who's like, like, uh, really secure in their not drinking, you know, that, mm-hmm. that might be someone that I just become friends with and we talk about whatever, but like someone reaching out for help, it's more of like, Hey, um, I'm in my, you know, day 25. Mm-hmm. like um or you know a lot of times people will message me and be excited to tell me that hey I'm on day 37 and I just mm-hmm. wanted to say how much I love your content you know mm-hmm. um and I'll say congrats you know like is there anything that you're like how are you feeling like just kind of have a little conversation with them um which then people are so weird like I can't believe you messaged me back and I'm like I'm just sitting on my couch watching <laughs> tv you know like I'm not I'm like out doing anything really cool <laughs> like, this whole you phone know? thing is actually working out for me. Yeah. It's not I a human. Leave my house. <laughs> it's so, no problem. Like, it's a screen in between yeah, us. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so um, either that or it's um, it's a lot of women and moms. I've had some people who live in the city I live in reach out to me. Um, I'm actually going to go have coffee. Very hard as an introvert. Yeah. As you know, yeah. I'm going to meet up with this girl on Saturday morning. We're going to go have coffee um, together. I, I met her once recently, just really quick at this event. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but she had reached out to me on Instagram and said, you know, I'm starting to quit drinking and da, da, da. What, what do you have any tips? So I sent her a couple of books and book mm-hmm. ideas and podcast ideas and stuff. So, um, but yeah, we're, she's like, do you want to get coffee? And I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. I can't say no, but I mean, I, I don't want to say no, it'll mm-hmm. be fun, you know? Um, sure. But yeah, she's a mom. So we'll chat and. People don't understand what it's like for us introverts. Yeah. I know. <laughs> If you're an introvert and you're listening or you're watching, you're like, oh, I totally get that. Uh, yeah. We think of 85 reasons why we shouldn't go. Yeah. You know, what would it be like if we canceled? You know, uh. <laughs> just do the thing, right? Maybe we could do coffee over Zoom. <laughs> yeah. We just drink coffee and text. I could go. <laughs> Maybe we could just get on FaceTime. Yeah. That would be a little much. Anyway, yes. No, I totally understand. And I think yeah. that I think it is so great. I think that just to have you know, one of the things that I learned that I didn't really, really understand when I first got sober was that community was going to be so important. And the fact that we can have community online Mm -hmm. through a a direct message, through Instagram, through however you communicate, it's so wonderful. So Blair, before we go, because, you know, I really feel like I could talk to you forever. I felt this way. (laughs) And and you guys are my people. (laughs) This is what we like to talk about. We like to talk about uncomfortable shit. Um, what would you like to leave the audience with today? If they are struggling or yeah. if they are curious, what would you suggest? Yeah. Um, I just think like, so when I first quit and I said, you know, I read this blog by that author, um, and, and I just got the, so I had reached out to her randomly. Like I, like people do to me as a stranger, I reached out to her and she gave me this whole you know idea of what to do too. Like I do now full full circle. And, um, she just said, like, you don't have to keep doing this. 
Mm. Like she kind of just gave me the okay that I had never even, it never really even, this is, sounds so crazy to say, but like it never dawned on me to even mm. say like, just don't drink anymore. Like just remove the alcohol and try that out for a little bit. Like I just thought like, this is how it is because, um, you know, society tells us that that's what we do when we're happy, when we're sad, when we're at a party, when we're at whatever, you know, a funeral, like it could be anything. Anything. Um, it's not normalized to just not do it. And so that's why it's so important for us to keep doing things like this and talking to make it normalized. But, um, yeah, so just know that you, you don't have to keep doing it. If it's, and this, the, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be alcohol, right? It doesn't have to be drugs. It can be a relationship, a work. If it's not bringing you to be your best self, try to change it up a little bit, you know, or like if it's drinking, try to just not drink for like a month and see if you feel better. Um, yeah, test it out. Yeah. People get nervous to do like the whole, like I'm never drinking again. Like for me, it was really important for me to say never again in the beginning, but I know that's super hard for people. It's the, the never again is really scary. So don't think about that. Just try it for like a month and see, or, you know, 10 days, even you're going to feel better in 10 days, even. Um, so it yeah. is such a, a social, I was at, um, uh, an event again, yeah. God help the introvert. And, um, <laughs> and it was not, you know, I, when I'm at an event, I am very like, well, if I'm here, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to say stuff that's going to, I don't know, embarrass whoever I'm with, Yeah, yep. I'm really going to have some fun. And this attorney came up to me and, and, uh, he asked me what I was drinking. And I said, I'm drinking, um, I'm drinking a diet soda which I wouldn't even normally drink, but I felt like I had to have something with color or, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not water. Right. Cause I, uh, whatever. So he said, Oh, you're not going to have a little rum in it. And I said, no, I'm like, just, that was it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I mean, we gave you a free drink ticket, right? Do you need a free, he kept going. Right. It was almost like it's Richard, ice. You can he have my ticket. Drink. Right. She doesn't drink. <laughs> So I said, just to make him completely uncomfortable, I said, listen, I could totally go get that drink, but I break out in handcuffs. Yes. And he was like, what did he do? Wow. So you don't drink at all, huh? (laughs) Like at all. And he, now he's fascinated that he had stopped drinking in January, but he, he was so, he's so uncomfortable. And he thinks that I would even notice. I said, you know what? I am drinking. It's just a diet soda. Right. Cheers exactly. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Richard. <laughs> I like that. Richard. We got to come up with like a Karen. Like a- yeah. So yeah, I think that it's um we can actually have a really great life. Mm-hmm. Not hurt that a too. Lot. That too. That's a good yeah. point to make. Like if your life isn't over because yeah. you quit drinking, like it's just different. Your priorities change. Yes. I mean, Jenna and I cracked up about how, you know, we both were like, how are we not going to drink at our weddings? Yeah. I wasn't even dating anybody when I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, met it's all those big events that are yes. scary to people. So, but by the time you get to those events, you've got a more solid foundation. So like when you're thinking about that event and it's you're two months in, like, that's not the time to think about that event. That's three years from now. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> right. by then you'll have three years sober, so it'll be different. But yeah, I like to say though, that like you said, um, to be kind of loud at these events, like I'm an outgoing introvert. 
Oh yeah, me too. That's true. Like I'll still say random things to people in an elevator, <laughs> you know, or like I'll be the yes. one to talk at a meeting, but I don't, but I don't want you to come over without yes. letting me know. Like I don't, yeah. <laughs> don't follow me outside. Don't walk me to the car and no, oh. I don't want to drive with you anyway. No. <laughs> Why would I do that uh, when I have my own car? Yes. We're really, we could write just a book about introverts and oh how we are all the same. Yeah. Um, and it's it's fascinating. But yeah, mm -hmm. people always, to this day, people think I drink the most. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always the one that's like, yeah, I'm the first on the dance floor. But then I get home, I don't talk to anybody for days. Yeah. Yeah. So um, listen, Blair, people are going to tune out. You and I. <laughs> Went a little too far, huh? Took it a little too far. I mean, you know, like I, I, I would spend a whole half hour just talking yeah. about an introvert. Right. But I really think that um, it's so wonderful that you have this um, wonderful page and I would highly recommend it's going to be in the show notes, but to follow sobriety activists, to follow your writing, Blair Sharp writer. Um, you have some really, really great blogs and you're really, really helping a lot of people. And mm -hmm. I certainly appreciate that. We need more women, more moms, no more sober activists to get out there and, and yeah. tell it's okay to actually just be yourself mm -hmm. because you know, you wrapped up in that bottle of vodka sometimes don't look so hot sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blair, thank you so much for being here tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to check out Thai Technology. Anyone that mentions this podcast or the Facebook show will receive three free months of service. T-I-E Technology. Check them out.